This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, February 14, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. The message is by Father Ron Baird. On our journey of Lent, as we journey for 40 days and 40 nights through the wilderness, Much like the Israelites um, traveled from Egypt to the Promised Land, they went for 40 years, we only have to go for 40 days. But it's interesting because they wandered through the wilderness that was called sin. And during these 40 days and 40 nights, we too wander through the wilderness of our own sinfulness uh, to look at our sins, to remember them so that we can offer them up to the Lord. Jesus himself, right after he was baptized, was led by the Spirit into the desert, his own sort of um, wilderness, if you will. And although he wasn't there for 40 years, he was only there 40 days, as we are, he too uh, faced temptations and doubts. You know, the struggle of how do you accomplish all that was about to be laid upon him. And it echoes what happened to Israel If you think about it, the very first thing that Israel was tempted with was survival, their security, wasn't it? Remember that they were leaving, they were all very happy about it. The pillar of cloud led them uh, by day and a pillar of fire by night, and everything was going great until they hit that ocean. And then all of a sudden, Pharaoh's army was coming behind them with chariots and horses, and and they were terrified. They thought they were all going to die. There was no hope for them, but it was God who saved them. It was the, that temptation of security which meets all of us. You know, Jesus is tempted by the devil in the wilderness with the same thing. He's saying, well, if you are the Son of God, then jump off of the top of the temple and you know, the, the angels will come and rescue you, won't they? But God, you know, he says, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. So Jesus faced that sort of temptation of security. And I'll talk about uh, us in a little bit. The second temptation was the temptation to worship other gods. Perhaps our God isn't working well enough. You know, that happens a lot to us. We begin to worship gods, and we don't call them gods anymore because we know that's not politically correct. Um, but we do worship other things. We worship um, honor, prestige, position, power, money, all sorts of things in our community. Um, it's easy to become seduced by the world and what the world tells us is good and right. It was no different for the Israelites. The only change in it was how they went about doing it. And for them, they chased after false gods in the form of a golden calf that they formed. Well, Jesus has that same temptation in the wilderness, doesn't he? You know, when he was there, the Satan tempted him. He said, I tell you what, you see all the kingdoms of the world? They've been given over to me because I'm the prince of the world. And if you will just worship me, I will give you authority over all of them. But Jesus wouldn't succumb to that temptation. He said, you know, it is written, you shall worship only the Lord your God. And so he resisted that second great temptation. And the third great great temptation, which for Jesus is first, is the temptation of hunger. You remember he was, um, said he was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and he had been fasting. And so it said he was famished. I always thought that was one of the greatest understatements of all of Scripture. I mean, I would think he would be very famished after 40 days and 40 nights. And it, so the devil tempts him with his own starvation. 
and says, if you truly are the Son of God, then tell that stone to become a loaf of bread. You can do that. And Jesus refuses to do that. He refuses even to meet that kind of basic human need of hunger. You know, that starving for things, be it food in this case or, or anything else. And he says, man does not live by bread alone. Matthew tells us the rest of the verse too, which is, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And just like him in the wilderness, if you recall, the, the Israelites were wandering through the desert and they'd been wandering a long time and they hadn't had any meat for ages and ages and ages and they were starving. And so they started complaining about how hungry they were because they were tempted by this and they wanted food and they said, you might as well take us back to Egypt. It would be just as good for us to be there. We could die there as easily as we can die here. You know, we're hungry. And God did what? He rained down manna upon them so that they had food to eat. And when they were dying of thirst, he told Moses to strike the rock and the water came forth so that they could have water as well. Man does not live by bread alone or by water alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We too face those same things of hunger, where we um, hunger after things of this world, where our flesh has its own natural desires that sometimes overwhelm us, that overtake us, and we have to struggle with those temptations. And the question for us is, how do we overcome temptation? How can that be? It seems like you know, for the, some things, it's easy to overcome temptation. You know, I don't have too much trouble with overcoming temptation in some areas. In other areas, I struggle greatly. And for different people, they're different. One of the things that happened to my son, John, a couple of weeks ago really amazed me. And unfortunately, we don't know who it was that, that did this. But um, he lost his wallet um, up at Grand, Grand Rapids. Now, I never realized, but losing your wallet when you're not at home is a real problem because <laughs> you don't have any identification, you don't have anything when that happens. But not only did he lose his wallet, but he, his grandfather had given him $200 for Christmas and he had put it in his wallet where it still was. So I was relatively certain that even if they found the wallet, they would not find that $200, that that would be unlikely. Well, it's, it turns out somebody did find the wallet and turned it in. And lo and behold, even the $200 was there. Now, can you imagine the temptation for that? Probably a student, I would imagine, because they found it in, a, in the, one of the classroom buildings there. You come along, there's a wallet laying there, and it's got $200 in it. And you're going to turn it in. Nobody's going to know if somebody else took the $200 or not. You know, how would they have any idea? But this person turned it all in. They overcame the temptation. And I thought, boy, I'm glad I sent him to a Christian college. <laughs> Because that $200 would have likely been gone if it had been in most places. But apparently they believe in practicing what they preach at Calvin College. But temptation is like that, isn't it? There's 